Welcome all to week 23, season three of the official UE podcast for Game 121. I'm your host, Terry. With me is Daryl. How's it going, mate? Good, sir. Good. How are you? I'm really impressed. I think that's probably the cleanest I've done the intro in months. Without yeah. stumbling <laughs> yeah. or abusing. Without fucking up. You know, yeah, we haven't going... had to restart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I haven't, I haven't done an NFL quarterback for a while. It's a bit weird. I don't know. It was, it was crazy. <laughs> Uh, also with us though this week, we've got uh, two stalwarts of the game. Uh, we have Real Saucy, dad manager, Nathan Owen. How's it going, sir? Very well, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Very much appreciated. Very welcome, mate. And also with us is Traz Bonsball manager, Andy Davidson. How's it going, sir? Very well, thank you. It's nice to be on again. <clears throat> yeah, it came, it came on a couple of weeks back, wasn't it? I think. Yeah. 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 You like my monotone voice that much? I've been invited. On <laughs> you, you're, only, you, you're only getting invited until Quite I popular. get Sicarella. As soon as I get yeah, Sicarella, yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Bin him off. Put him on the put him on the mute list. And I was going to ask. He does, he Nathan, does this You time. was in Game 100, wasn't you? I was, mate. Yeah, Marseille. Marseille. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Long time. I lasted till season ten, and now yeah, you pretty stayed much, until pretty you much were... pretty much yeah. on my own from yeah. season five onwards. You stayed on to win it all, didn't you? With that, because yeah, yeah, oh yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't make Maxi's uh, Hall of Fame by um, <laughs> by staying on for like ages and ages. Just when it, when the game dies, that don't count. Surely that don't count. <laughs> the, thing, the funny thing is with that, I, I honestly didn't really realise there was any sort of any other games going or anything and so I just kept playing it wasn't I think it was 109 I think it was before I realised oh that there are actually other games going on here so it all was... <laughs> okay that's interesting that's interesting well I suppose we've got to you know, start as we always do and as we mean to go on how'd you get on this week boys um Daryl us Oh, no, it wasn't a win this week, was it? I was yeah, going to say standard dub, was. but it wasn't, was it? No, I won. Was it? Yeah, I won. Oh, okay, so I, I apologise. I, I, lo- I lost a friendly, so I know Jay wants his little five minutes of fame. So. Oh, okay, go on then. You I, give him that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, did win, he, did win, he did win 4-0, but I was playing like offside trap. Well, a whole bunch <clears> of stuff I never play and my youth and reserves. But I know Jay is obviously, yeah, he's going to town on himself over that. But Did he, did he play his first team then? No, I don't think so. There's a couple of names I recognise, but no, I don't, uh, okay. I don't think That's so. That's okay then. Yeah. No, nah. I don't think, I don't think you playing. would. No, I didn't think you would. But I'm not too bothered about friendlies, like the results. I didn't even really nah. look. I just want minutes for people that are disillusioned, you know, at the back end of the season. Okay, that makes um, sense. But I did beat Feyenoord 2-1, and I was the only team around me, bar Lochran, to win. So I'm back to Ooh. two points from Dave with three to play. And I'm now four ahead of Steve at Colm because he drew with Gronenberg. So he's up. But yeah, I don't think he's got... Even, I, he can't imagine him winning the league. But yeah, I'm two points from Dave. I just need Dave to keep fucking up. I need him to fucking up. <laughs> just lot. give me one A chance. Lot. But now I am going into this Berlin, Lochran and Colm games very serious because, you know, I could win the league. Yeah, to catch Dave, finally... Yeah, I'm about it. That's a, so. tough, that's a tough running. Oh, it's crazy. They're third, fourth, and, and sixth. <laughs> so I'm just glad that promotion was secured when I got to That was what I was worried. Like, if it comes down to the last three, four games, because fired order fifth. So I'm taking on third, fourth, fifth, and sixth, my last four games. Oof, yeah, hell. so I was just glad that promotion was already done. But first one done, beat Firelord. As I say, everyone else around me drew. Berlin drew, Cone drew, Dave drew. Firelord, obviously, I beat. So... 
Yeah. Quick, I'm sure I'm sure Feyenoord is the same guy who runs Fenerbahce in my league, I think, if I'm not mistaken. He's got a very good team. They're a very um, good team. <clears throat> he knows his stuff, yes. Mm, yeah, it's a very good team. And I, I, I feel like, yeah, that was hard work. But yeah, which I think, I think more than anything, it was, I don't know, there was a couple of little bits that I played on. So... Yeah, he's the same guy. There you go. He's got Fenerbahce. Yeah. Exactly the same yeah. guy just looked. Yeah, but his final is a very good team. So I'm very pleased with that, especially away from home as well. So, yeah, the title race is on, boys. It's on. It's on. It's very, very close there, isn't very it? And who you got next? Uh, Berlin next. Oh, lose Berlin. Ooh, yeah. That'd be tough. I, 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 I'm not even saying this for memes. Of the, of the four, she doesn't worry me as much as the others do. Like I feel like I Ooh, that's fight, that's where, fighting tool. Where I'm strong is where she's weak. I don't have to do too much. She'll have to figure something out to beat me or draw with me, you know? Which she could. Yeah. And I'm not disputing that, but I just feel like the strengths of my team are her weaknesses. Um that's nothing against her team because it's a very, very good team. I just feel yeah. that there's that bit. But we'll see. I'm expecting a draw because it's UE at end of season and the dice don't like anyone do they at the end of season so. <laughs> the old dice jeez <laughs> <laughs> and how about yourself Nath how did you get on this week I drew at home against uh, Genoa who are chasing promotion so all in all fairly fairly happy fairly equal game I think it's probably a deserved result um, I've had a good run lately apart from last week I lost but I think that's the only loss I've had in seven games I think it is so bad, fairly happy. I've consolidated a little bit. I'm still sort of mid-table, sort of languishing, not really much to play for for the last sort of four or five weeks, really. Um, but yeah, just looking forward to next season now. I've got um, pay-up coming up this week, um, which will be a big Ooh, test. Tough, tough game. But um, yeah, still enjoying it. Despite not really having anything to play for for a while, I've, I've actually quite enjoyed it. It's been quite a challenge trying to tinker with things and the fact that I've been on a good run has been you know a bit of a positive really so, so did at- you feel it was a case of you chasing chasing sort of because obviously you have started picking up a little bit lately yeah um, yeah I was never I was never really in touch to get anywhere near getting near the top three really um I mean, at one point, I was really struggling to even you know I was looking more at relegation at one point mm. um but yeah, with this little run, I've kind of, I mean, there's quite a gap now to the bottom three, but I'm as far, as, you know, I'm sort of just floating in midair, basically, between the top three and the bottom three. Yeah. Looking at your team, why why is that? Like, your team does not look... Very like good team. ...where Very you team. are. What has been the reason? Have you just not, like, found your best 11 or set up? Is it, or is it just... I found... Unlucky? To be fair you know me from previous games I don't really change my team much at all I mean that first 11 or sort of 13 14 players is I've had since probably turn three or four first season and I've hardly changed it at all um I think just tactically sometimes I fall short a little bit but I feel like I'm getting better there I think in all honesty probably like so many people other people have said just a great goalkeeper I mean, Carrius is okay, he's decent, but I think to get in that sort of top three or four, you you really need a quality keeper. And I think yeah. the other thing as well is it's just, just an out-and-out goal scorer. 
I don't, I haven't really had that in this game. Someone I can really rely on to bang, bang the goals in. You know, uh, I've got some good strikers and good midfielders and that, but no one is going to get sort of 18, 20 goals a season. So that's probably where I'm, I'm lacking. Okay, okay. And uh, is is there anything you you, know, you sort of like, if you, if you could address anything, maybe like, you know, I've seen you've got like four UE points there. I mean, is there cash there to maybe sort of add add a few more UE points? Is, is there anyone there you're looking to improve? Yeah, probably the next next thing I'm probably going to do is put another special ability on Sagnan, my centre back. Ooh, nice. Um, yeah. Who I added, I added him from the start. He was in my youth at the vote on turn one. Um, so yeah, I'm probably going to add Com to him. I think. Um, That'll be my next move. But I've pretty much got my next sort of three or four, maybe five special, abilit- special abilities sorted out, you know, sort of with Christmas points and, and hopefully a bit of scouting and selling that on early next season. So, yeah, that, that's that's kind of my plan, really. The, the, the plan ultimately is to get all the, all the first 11 with probably a couple of subs, all double special, abil- special ability, really. That, that's... Mm. Okay, yeah. I think poss- yeah, possibly where I've gone wrong is the same as any game where I've tried to concentrate on all three squads. And I think that's probably where I've, again, I think I'm a few special abil- abilities behind the, t- the leading pack. And yeah. I think that, that possibly makes a difference because I've tr- kind of spread, you know, trying to, trying to create three good squads, really. And, but in... I would say in the last five or six weeks, probably maybe a little bit longer, I've basically just, I wouldn't say I've sacked off the reserves in youth, but I am literally going to keep it to sort of a bare 13 or 14 from this point onwards. Whereas normally I'd be looking at like 20 in each of those squads. So I've been selling all the weaker players in those two squads for cash to rest of the wheel bids or, or for minimum on the transfer list. So that's enabled me to probably add about four or five special abilities in the last... Yeah, because the, the vast majority weeks. of them are, are dual SAs, aren't they? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Is there who's who's been your standout performer though? I mean, I, I'm looking at sort of like you know Arazabal. You, you're uh, he looks more like a free probably player, him. Yeah, is, is he yeah. the standout? Is he? Yeah, he, he's yeah. He looks class. And, and Zubaldi as well is a good player because he he's just so versatile. He can play sort of five or six positions. Yeah, see, that's, that seems to be an interesting one. I mean. I mean, what, what do you think of that, Andy? Are you, are you someone as well who likes to have like these players, maybe like a defence uh, SA, a mid SA, and have that a bit of versatility around? Is that something you like to see in your team? I used to, but up until recently, um, no, to be honest. Um, <laughs> there's been two or three players in both of my teams that I've taken actually taken it off. So okay. if you if you look at Mostavoy <clears throat> in the Trabs on Sport team. I signed him for twenty five million as a centre back, but knowing with a thousand karma he'd become an anchor man with that aggression and them stats. Yeah. So as soon as he got um, but his ratings were mid seventies at best, so I took the defensive SA off him and I've put the two SAs on team and determination. He's now worth hundred and ten million. And he's a top performer. Yeah, he's um, he's pretty damn good. So I do think there is scope. I think it's nice to have multi positional players, but I've gone. I like the multi, the 
sorry, uh, multi-position in terms of they can play, say, left-back, right-back, centre-back. Yes, uh, you know, in one department. The, yeah, that's yeah. right, yeah. I think sometimes that having the defence SA or an attack SA kind of hinders them because you maybe I'm overthinking it too much because it is like a number-based game. But I think maybe it, in, it reduces their AR by a certain yeah. percentage. I think if they're in a specialist position, then I think that will improve the rating a bit more. Maybe I'm wrong. There's probably exceptions to the rule, but my experience this in this game anyway, yeah, I, I found that it's much better to be a, a specialist rather than say be able to play target. Alaves, I've got a guy who's a centre back or a target man. Ten aggression, determination, but I took the attack essay off him, and he's now just a specialist centre back. Um. And I think it helps the ratings. So I've learned, I've gone in previous games from enjoying that versatility. And now I just prefer the specialist position. That's, oh, just, okay. my, that's just me personally. I mean, there'll yeah. be people listening that have probably got players in their squad that can play in multiple positions. And they're like, you know, no, I disagree. They play well anywhere. But yeah, in my experience this in this game, then it's just not for me this time. No, it's it's an interesting point you make there because I think I think the game in general is very subjective, isn't it? It's like everyone's yeah. got different opinions, like even on tactics. What you know, what sort of what stats need to be used for a certain tactic? What what rating they should be per stat? Um, how about yourself, Daryl? I mean, you're, I, I think haven't you quite quite like versatile versatile players? I'm no, sure. um, no, you don't mind them, do you? Um, I've used them a lot more. This one, like, um, yeah. I've got yeah my backup anchor man backup centre mid are both centre backs for me mainly Sabitzer has played three positions for me this season alone. Um, I wouldn't say I'm a fan of it, but I've just realised that I could build I could build this squad quicker by not worrying about you know having two of every position like I normally set up. That's normally how I set up is I have two of every position in all three squads. And I just, as one bid comes in, I ditch one out and then go hunting for another one. And that's how I pretty much rotate it. I've done it this week. Um, got rid of a few, but yeah, I've had a lot more versatile players. I've got them in the reserves too. And command that can play center mid, uh, center back as well. So yeah, I've, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I wouldn't say I was a big fan this game. I've really used it to my advantage, though, quite a lot, actually, to be. Yeah, see, I, I quite like it for, you know, like your backups. Like, I, yeah. I wouldn't, like, my first team, I want them having, like, either being resilient, so they're not getting injured, or having a dual SA, so I'm maxing out their, yeah. so I've got this their guy, game potential. Shotel. He's 35 yeah. PV, 97, but he's 35 PV in, like, five positions, because he's, like, both footed got midfield SA, so he could even, he even plays wing at 34. So I put him on the bench and then I could be a bit more creative with the rest of the other substitutes because I know in injury, he could literally cover anyone, you know? He's a 35 centre-back, yeah. 35 full-back, 34 <laughs> winger. He's even, I've just seen a 34 centre-mid. So I know he can come on and literally cover any injury. So players like that, I've always sort of had as substitutes, you know, as the backup. Yes, same, same. Yeah, I, I quite like having having them uh, as subs. Uh, they sort of cover a lot of a lot of different avenues. It's, I think it's something I'm thinking of doing. Like I've, I've said to a few guys, like with my goal karma player, he's a playmaker. You know, you give him uh, a bit of versatility. He's uh, he's now like an inside forward. If I if I do manage to have enough karma to do that, I think I think that's yeah something 
to to have someone who's you know your backup and and sitting on the bench and yeah you, know, you can bring them on as a sub like in multiple places I think it adds to the sort of the tactical game really mm-hmm. yeah yeah even though so, somewhat yeah. sorry somewhat hypocritically no, I did I did sign two turns ago off the a scout find you probably see him on the squad page there I think he's the bottom midfielder he's got versatility he can play. Yes. In about yeah. six or seven different positions. So exactly. That, that's like you were saying. Exactly. Oh, go on then, Go on then, Daryl. Go on. Yeah. Get your uh, get your Dave Hammond out. Go on. Let's go. Please Shatsky. Please Shatsky. <laughs> Perfect bench play. Yeah. 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 Same as I've got this Shoto. Yeah. He's just very much. you know, he's a bench guy, and he's both footed. I was like, I need him. You know. Him yeah. See, there. I I loaned a, a lad from. Oh Christ! I'm gonna. Uh, I can't remember who it was now. Uh, apologies to whoever it was who loaned me in. The guy called Lucasen, um in my, in my team, and he's been brilliant. Yeah, he comes in, plays anchor man at game in some games. Sometimes he can play centre back. Yeah, he can, he can play quite a few different spots, and and it's it's so nice to have where, um, yeah, knowing you've got someone decent who can play in in a number of roles, it's really handy to have that. Yeah, you mm-hmm. can bring them on; they can cover anywhere. Especially if you get an injury during during a game, I know like the computer probably most likely will pick him up because he's probably the better player to have the in there. When there's injuries though, it, it it's never picked him yet. Like the guy that mm. can play centre mid and centre back, they put him in the free roll, and I just like okay, I I have to look at my <laughs> substitutes because I know I can almost cover every every outcome on substitutes with the backup and versatility guys I've got. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, going back to you, Andy, I mean, like, yeah, you're in the uh, Eastern Prem. I mean, a fair bit off now. Yeah. You know, I, I think the title race is over, isn't it, really? Oh, but yeah. um, but what, what would you say? What would you say has been the cause of that? I mean, like, your team looks very good. You're, you know, you're a good manager as well. I mean, is there, is, you know, has it been an injury crisis for you or anything like that? Is it, or can, anything you can put a finger on? No, firstly, I want to give a shout out to Maxi because yeah, he he done me good and proper this week. Three uh, one. Um, he's obviously did his homework because you know when you get those rare occasions where the match report, the tactics, the play ratings, everything just makes sense. Um, yeah. the, the tactics he played against the tactics I played, and his winger absolutely annihilated my right back, and the tactics just married in perfectly. So. Got to give a shout out to Maxi there. Um, as for the slip down the table, it happened last last season. Got to the top, and then just losing games. I, I can't really make an excuse because there's a lot of good managers in my league, so it would be disrespectful to anybody to say oh, it's because I did this and because I did that. Um, yeah, they've all got yeah, well they've, all, they've all got good teams and they've just all beat me. Um, there's been a couple of things, you know, you always think to yourself, oh, I could have done this, could have done that. Maybe, I think I was on Discord with you guys the other night. I've maybe overthought things a bit. Yep. But at the end of the day, <clears throat> I've just lost the games because the other lads were better. Um, I can offer no excuses. I've had no real big injuries to worry about, just the same as everybody else. Um, this week, I did have three first-teamers out. Um, but then, season three, coming up to season four... Probably I should have that depth. So most lads at this point now, if they get an injury, they've got somebody else who can come in and they'll hardly miss them. Um, so it's just something to work on for season four, really. Um, and also, just improve, it's been, I wouldn't say surprising, but how good Besiktas have been with Simon. Like how well Simon has built that team there. They absolutely like, annihilated me. 
yeah, three yeah. nil at home. I mean, I chat, I, I chat with Simon a bit, uh, but yeah, he's um, he's built something quite special there. You know, yeah, I have got to say, very good. He's got a good team at Lask as well. Uh, Lintz, is it? Yeah, very good side. Yeah, very very good side. Yeah, he's good so I played him uh, two or three turns ago at home. I had a full-strength team. I played tactics that I've used frequently, and he absolutely twatted me 3-0. So you just can't offer anything up there sometimes. It just happens, doesn't it? Yeah, he's just had an amazing yeah. season, hasn't he? Deserves, uh, deserves all the I've success nothing, that's coming. I've got nothing yeah. to moan about. I've got no excuses, nothing to moan about. Um, just got to do better. I'm just you hoping I can finish. a very tough league, though, like... There are some managers in that league that have been around yeah. the block a lot. I, I was just, yeah, I was like, literally thinking that. It's like a who's who, isn't it? Yeah, you are in amongst quite a lot of experienced guys in there, isn't it, when push comes to shove down there. But as yeah, you said, no, offering tiny excuses, you know? I know, um, I don't know Kenny personally or anything, but being oh, in the league, I'm, Always good. I'm, 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 I want him to win it because he's been so close two seasons on the run and he deserves to win it, so... No disrespect to any of the other lads, but I'm hoping that he gets over the line. And Trust then me, Kenny's won enough. Kenny's won enough. He doesn't need any more. <laughs> <laughs> I think he won enough in 108 alone. Jesus oh, Christ. God, yeah. And you'll have Kenny winning it once. You'll have uh, Dynamo Moscow winning it. And you'll have uh, yeah. the Spartak Moscow, Harlem Grove Globetrotters have won it once. And then three can all do one then and then it'll be my turn hopefully next season but if not then I'll go into season five but then I think after that you don't really want to be winning stuff when people have called it a day so I want a win it either next season or the season after while everyone's still there if you know what I mean yeah I mean where, um, how do you guys feel feel about the the game it, it itself I mean like how, how it's panning out I mean do you, do you still feel like it's got legs in it are you still enjoying it I mean, how, yeah. how are you finding it Nath? Uh absolutely I'm really enjoying it I think as far as I'm aware, there's only a couple of teams unmanaged. Um, yeah. Now I'm, I'm in it for the long haul. I'm sort of looking beyond four, five and six seasons. As long as it's still busy, I'm in even 119 and 120, I'm still in. So I, I don't know why, but I, I'd stick around till pretty much the end in any game, really. Um, yeah, re- really enjoying it. And I think there's always something to to concentrate on even if you're not doing so well this that's the thing with you it just drags you in and pulls you in and there's always something you know whether it's scouting adding special abilities um you know training or you know getting ue points or thinking about your karma points or whatever it might be there's there's always something to sort of um you know to, just to keep you interested i think yeah very much well said yeah how about you how about you andy yeah, it's uh, yeah. So, I, like I say, I enjoy I enjoy the number side of it. Um, sometimes, if like the missus is around and the kids are in bed, if she's watching a TV, I'll stick the earphones in, put a bit of YouTube on, whatever, and I'll just play around, looking at what I'm going to do next week, making silly little plans, and then you look through your scouted finds and you find a player that you want to sign. So that means you're going to changed your plans and just enjoys doing yep. stuff like that. I know it's a cheap hobby. Um I do I do want to win, I think we all do. But it's yep. not, not not the be all and end all. So if I lose one week, I don't I don't care, you know, if you know what I mean. I don't it's not like Everton disappointing me on a weekly basis. <laughs> 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 so it, it, it's a little paper hobby that I enjoy. Um I enjoy 
I endure Everton. Yeah, I think me and Daryl can relate there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Arsenal and Charlton fans, respectively. I think we I got you know exactly question. what you're saying. I got asked a question. Um, I think it was on Twitter where I was talking. I can't remember what it was, and he was saying, Are you going to let your lad? What are you going to do with your boy? I said, To be honest, he can support who the fuck he wants. I give up. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not going to burden him with making him support Everton. If he wants to support Everton, that's fine. If he doesn't even like football, I don't care. But and then somebody says, "What if he supports Liverpool?" <laughs> I just said I just won't speak to him. So, <laughs> football. Uh, you know, funny you say that. Like my my eldest came to me well, the other day. He's gone gone swimming with his granddad and and his little brother, and uh, they came back. And granddad's a massive massive Chelsea fan. And uh, he he comes he comes back and he sort of says to me he goes dad if I, he goes would you, it would it bother you if I didn't support Arsenal I said I don't don't mind mate I said you support whoever you want he goes what about if I support a Chelsea I said that's fine you do whatever you want and he, <laughs> I goes just just not Tottenham <laughs> lines must be drawn we will, I, we will. I, I've I've <laughs> I've said exactly the same I've got two young lads and the eldest is just getting into football now yeah I'm a I'm a United fan and I've said you can support anybody you want apart from Arsenal Liverpool or City. But um, I'd, 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 I'd quite like him to support a local team. So my plan is to take him to sort of Baggies, Wolves, Blues um, and Villa. Perhaps over the next, and he can kind of hopefully choose. I just think it'd be nice for him to support a local team rather than, because it's, it's getting the tickets and that, isn't it? and it's just yes. getting there as well. So well, yeah, I, I've, I've I've done a couple of local ones recently since COVID and all that. Well, it was more the super that super league crap. I was I was really disheartened by that as an Arsenal fan, and I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna go and watch my local side again, which is just the, like a little non-league side. And it's you know it's so much fun. It's gen- genuinely been an absolute blast. What going yeah. watch them? And, yeah, they're getting like a thousand in each week, and it's yeah, really really good fun. Really enjoyed it. When I was younger, I used to go and watch Chester, my hometown every week when I was only me and a few schoolmates would go and watch um, so where I live now on the Wirral uh, it's Liverpool Everton and then you still get some Man United but if he's on a serious note now if he's in class and all his mates support Liverpool I'm not going to force him to support Everton or whatever you can support the fuck he wants but what I am going to do is my local team here is Tranmere yeah, yeah. so I've taken to that I'm going to take him to Strammy and see how he likes it. Uh, yeah. you know, he might not like it, but if he does, then no. I wouldn't mind going to watch Strammy. Like much nicer parents than me. My, my kids don't know <laughs> a place called Crystal Palace exists. <laughs> <laughs> I put blindfolds on of him if we're in the train and it's going through West Ham. That's it. Put blindfolds on. It doesn't I'll... exist. Never there. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't I mean, my dad, my I real see Martin dad, being the same there. <laughs> my dad supports Man United. But then, when oh. my mum divorced, when I was when I was, I wasn't even one when they split up. So then she married my first stepdad, uh, and he was an Evertonian um, scouser, and he took me to my first ever game, which was Everton Man United, nineteen eighty nine, and we beat them three two. And for some weird reason, I can't remember who scored our goals. But I always remember Russell Beardsmore and Brian McClare scoring for Man United. Russell Beardsmore, oh. what a legend. Wow, legend. That's an old one, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, Russell Beardsmore. That's, that's it. 
Nice, nice going through uh, memory lane there, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think he ended That's up at Bournemouth, Bournemouth, I think, or something like that. Yeah, I think he was. He was a good little right winger, wasn't he? I think, if I remember yeah. rightly. Yeah. Does that, does that, those sort of names, does that sort of like peak your interest in, say, like, like if the next UE game is, say, like a Legends game, is that something that interests you? Yeah. Yeah, I think it would, actually. What do you mean, like, picking a certain season? Do you know, I would, I would love that. I think, I, I don't imagine that'd be too difficult for Ben. Uh, I don't want to speak for him. Maybe we could bring that up if we can get him on sort of around Christmas time or something. But, no, um, but I wondered if it would be easier if we were I'd to say, it. The 92-93 season, just as an example. Yeah. Wouldn't it be easier to find the squads from that just that season than hand-picking several legends yeah. from forever? I just yeah. always felt that yeah, it would be yeah. easier if he said, okay, we're going to rerun the 92-93 season. It might be easier to get them teams together than hand-picking people from the 30s all the way through to today sort of thing. Yeah, and I mean, especially if we could all chip in with ba- databases, if it was something easier for Ben, like, like, yeah, I'd, I'd be Martin happy. would quite happily put that Charlton squad together for him. Like, no yeah, problem. I, I, could, I could have asked him, like, a 90, 98. It's like, uh, yeah, providing, you know, that I get to run that team. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I want no, that Arsenal side. You pick that and you pick it for me. I, it. Mate, if, if I'm getting Burkamp, every, uh, whoever has Burkamp would literally get every pot player I own for him. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't give a fuck. I wouldn't give a fuck. Whatever it meant to get through, I'd, I'd do it. <laughs> the, thing, the thing with me is, is um, I have a bit of a different view on what I see as a legend. So I always like the players to be from the era that I've been watching football. Because yes, yeah. you have to talk about, right, we've all heard the Johan Cruyff, we've all heard Pelé. Yeah. Never yeah. seen them play. They're not my no. era. So mm. For me, my, my personal legends are Zidane. The, yes. the real, the, the fat Ronaldo. Um, I was always like, <laughs> I, I love the Italian football. I'm with the Charlton team when we did the legends because it had Sam Bartram, who quite rightly in history is one of our best. But I grew up, Dean Kiley was the fucking man, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He was yes. fucking terrible down in my youth team. And I was like, oh no. You know? I don't think it's always Mendonca, wouldn't it? Yeah. Clive Mendonca. You'll never, you'll Sir never Clive, please everybody. Thank you. So Never please no. respect on it. No, no, that that's it, isn't it? Yeah, you know, you're always going to get a player who maybe might be out of position, or you know, yeah. or, or he's he's lower stats than someone else. I mean, like I, I could always imagine sort of seeing like you know, a Carnu sort of esque player at Arsenal being lower rated than um, I don't know, like Chris Kawamia, and you're just like fucking, how's that happened? But you Chris know, he's got to balance out somehow. Legend, exactly, mate. like no, Charlton, we got John Barnes. I had John Barnes. I started with John Barnes at Charlton. Did he start Was he, he at Charlton? Yeah, he, he, only on loan. And that's what, because Ben had to balance the squads out. And so yeah. he took the fact that John Barnes had played for us, because I started with John Barnes. Wow. But I also oh, think, I'm not sure. That is amazing. I think a lot of the lads who play this game are pretty much around the, would you yeah. say, mid-30s to mid-40s age? Yeah, I think so. I think so. So I yeah. think that the like Daryl said, the first Premier League season. I mean, we all know that football existed before the Premier League. Yes. But, but, but I you, think it, it was re- yeah, really you, pre- 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 oh, prevalent for us, wasn't it? That that sort of... If you take the Premier League as the starting point, mm. I think most of, most of the lads who play UE will yeah, have 100%. some good memories of and some of their own legends during that period. And then you can obviously incorporate the foreign ones because... You used to have uh, Channel Four Football Italia, yeah, yeah, yeah. all the Italian yeah, players. The day, wasn't it? Paolo oh. Maldini, and we all know them great players. Yeah, so I, think I, I agree with you. I, I agree with you, though. I mean, 
I whenever people do that legends list, I never include players usually that, I, and I usually try and say, well, players you've at least like seen live, yeah. or players that are in your era. Because yeah. I, I, I can't, I can't say. I know Maradona was fantastic. I've seen like YouTube videos of him looking absolutely amazing, but I, I couldn't say that because I've never really, I never, yeah, it was like ten years before, mm. before my time really. But yeah, you know, for me it was, for for me it sort of started off with like Ian Wright, you know, and and then sort of, you know, absolutely fell in love with Dennis Burkamp and then Thierry Henry, Pires, oh, and then you player I've never seen live Thierry Henry by a mile. Yeah. Yeah, he was something special. And for me, though, it's still Burkamp. I would, I would have Burkamp every day of the week over anyone else. Yeah, I, I, it's as mad, mad as it is. Guys, uh... Yeah, he's just magic, magical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, whatever he did was just absolutely insane. But um, a little thanks yeah, to I mean, Bruce like, Leoc, huh? who would have thought? Yeah, who would have thought? <laughs> but did you guys take part in the in the the last uh, Legends game? Yeah, I was less. Well, I'm still in it. Leicester. Oh, is it still going? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've got Leicester. I... Is that Lineker and Co? Lineker, Worthington, Lineker. Chill. I had three amazing keepers. I had Flowers, Shilton, and Schmeichel. Wow, Casper Schmeichel. Fucking hell. Um, yeah. Sport for I mean, choice there. I, I kept Lineker until he retired. I dragged him out as long as long as I could. I've still got Worthington. He's thirty-five. I think Lineker was thirty-six when he retired. And I just wouldn't. I wouldn't let any of them go. Any of the main sort yeah. of legends, I Love kept them. Yeah. yeah, and that was yeah. that was probably the main reason I got Leicester was because of Lineker. Growing up watching England, and you know, I think he's. I think he was just amazing as a player. So I, the amount of people that used to message me wanting Lineker, and I had Van Dyke as well. You know, constantly. But I just. I don't know what it is about me. I just get really attached to my players, and it once they're once they're in and they're established. They ain't going nowhere, and that's the same with this game. You know, my sort of top thirteen, four player, fourteen players won't won't leave Sociedad. They, they won't. They're bit, not. They're bit, not bit weird like that. I just uh, yeah. I just sort of stick. I'm quite loyal to that. That's Cluster, interesting. That's that's a challenge, boys. Get one of those thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, players. yeah. There you go, Darrow. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's your next. next, next mission. mission in UAE. Uh, no, to be <laughs> fair, I'm I'm pretty similar. Like there are some in my team that will never go, and I thought that. that yeah, was I don't think the way. I don't but think you'd. I've done it. I don't think week. you'd let Anora go, would you? Anora would never go. No, no, he'll die here. Like he's broken his leg, and I'm still keeping him in the first team. Don't care. <laughs> 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 um, no, but like Sabitzer, for instance, had Sabitzer from the very start. Finally, let him go, and I, I just I, I can't believe I've done that. But it's funny as I'm getting better, and like now I know I'm up, and I've looked at League Two, Division Two. I'm like. We have to improve. I'm, a little, I'm not as confident going into Division 2 as I was going into Division 3. I, I think momentum will help me a lot, I think. But I know that there's areas that my team needs to be better. And so, yeah, I've, yeah. I let Sabitz go this week. I can't believe it. Fucking hell. I know. I know. One does never cease, mate. I know. Armstrong I think, next watch. <laughs> I think that's where what my downfall is, really, is that inability and, and to not do that. And I think that's probably that's probably where other managers. So slowly... why would you say that is though? I mean, do you, do you think it's something like, you, you know, you just you just like your players? Yeah, you've, you've yeah. Them, I suppose, you, it, I suppose it, or... I'm just a, a sentiment. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just think this is the squad that I've either been dealt with or I've got early doors through scouting, and that's what I'm going to stick with, pretty much. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Managers that 
do the, like concentrate and have three squads are a lot like that. I always do. Yeah. Like I've got a plan. There's a kid in my youth team. My brain is like three seasons. He's going to replace my current right back. So why would I sell my right back now? I already have his yeah. replacement in two seasons. And my brain then mm. is latched. Like my right back slot is now done for the game. Almost, you know? Yeah. Which yeah. is what I do actually feel. Like I have actually got that progression. I don't have to do anything at my right back slot. Cause I've got the first team guy. Now there's a guy in my reserves waiting. And I've got the youth kid in case that all goes wrong, you know? And that's it. So then my brain is like, I don't need to touch right back at all. That's the planning, the plotting side of it. I was saying I enjoy. I do really enjoy running the three teams and planning ahead. But first team came first in this game. So I no, sacrificed I, the other two. I was I was exactly the same for a while because I, I built, like I, I think we said it last week, I, I won Division 2 uh, in Season 1. I think I, I won the reserves. I think I came second in the youth or so something like that. Um, and I had like three really good squads, but then as soon as I worked out, like, hey, look, I, I can sell a lot of these players and make some good cash on them, and then start adding dual SAs. Yeah, that sort of became my sole preoccupation. And I think once I've got what well, I'm happy with, where I'm at with with the dual SAs, I think I'll go back to sort of build, building the squads again. I think you know it's definitely something worth doing. I think there's yeah, definitely yeah. merit merit to what you guys have, the way you've approached it. Some of those youth and reserves teams that are knocking about are unreal. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a couple of lads in my Dynamo Moscow's reserves and youths. A couple of them are probably getting my first team. They're that good. Ian's always been a good squad builder, though. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He, like he he builds big deep squad. Like season three and four, Ian's reserves are the guys that you're like, hold on a minute, what's this guy? Like, yeah, he starts yeah, yeah. on them, and you're like, Jesus, incredible. Yeah, where are you yeah. hiding him? I know Callum as well. You, uh, he likes to build. Yeah. He always looks after his youth and reserves. <laughs> I, I could, I just felt the cringe there. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> it's like saying Beetlejuice three times, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah. He doesn't build up. He still to, he, his he's out in crayon, so don't even. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless his heart. Okay, so I think we're like we're just uh, touched on a couple of subjects. That's all right. Um, one of the first ones being. Um, it, well, it was it was sort of it's something that's been happening quite a lot, and a lot of people have been bringing it up. And I think it's it was brought to us, Daryl, to 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 raise again here. Um, so I think it's worth doing it. And it's uh, what are your thought? What are your lads? What are your thoughts, lads, on the swaths of managers jumping from club to club? We've seen a, a lot of them late uh, lately, uh, where they drop, where they're taking multiple teams, they're running them for like two or three weeks, and then pissing off and handing them to someone else. And it seems to be this cycle of managers taking uh, a couple of clubs. Uh, and then, yeah, yeah, they're keeping the main one and, and then just cycling through other clubs. Do you think this is sort of detrimental to the game or do you think yeah, should, Ben should just let it slide and everyone else should just yeah, not complain? What's your thoughts, um, Daryl? Um, it's like, for me, it's like when you take out the bowler's end wicket from a guy that's running. There's nothing you can really do about it. But it's against the game for me, but it's a business that Ben's not going to turn away a tenner because we've got some, you know, we're like, well, it's not really ethical. Uh, Ben's got to get paid. Yeah. And I think that's where the problem is. Do I like it? No, I hate it. I think, it, and you know, it's, I don't think you'll mind. It's a big reason Faddy stopped. Uh, it helped Faddy out the door with his busy life too. And we know that me and you have spoken. He hates it. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't like it. I'm a, I, I always think it when that starts, 
that's like when the wheels start spinning off of a game because they go in for two, three weeks, rip that club apart. No one will ever take them over. That club is then done. You know, that's done. No one's going to take it over because season four, you're not going to take over that a pile of rubbish. But then on the no. other hand, if someone rocks up and says, is 20 quid, Ben? Do you know what I mean? He's got to keep the game, the, the money and the games ticking over, isn't he? So it's a tough one. I, I think it's awful. And I think those that do it should stop. But I don't see how you could ever make them stop. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, I tend to agree. I think, yeah, if he's got to take the money, hasn't he? It doesn't bother me that much, to be honest. Because I'd rather there'll be full teams and so many few unmanaged teams than, you know, having a dearth of you know, 10, 12, 15 or half leagues, half full of yeah. managers. So it's the lesser of two evils for me. But ultimately, for me, I've always would have liked Ben to do a little bit more marketing, to to bring in a few new, new managers from mm. left field or wherever t- to take up those spots for those clubs rather than the multi-management. That's something I've said all along is that, that's the one thing about UE is that it lacks on that sort of marketing PR side. And I don't think it'd cost yeah, that much to be honest, but with social community. social media today, yeah, you know, you've yeah. got to put it out there and, you know, I, I mean, I don't it's sort of word of media. mouth at the moment currently. Yeah. Isn't it? It is yeah. A lot, yeah. It's a lot of word of mouth. Like, you know, like I, I, I know Nathan, he knows Matt and he knows Ben and he knows there's quite a, there's quite a lot of you that used to play with it. Rob as well, the yeah, Arsenal yeah. back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was yeah. a whole group of that, and that's all mates that just pass on another one. That wasn't anything Ben did. That's like there was like six or seven of you, I think, at one point, weren't there? Yeah, there was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To, to yeah. be to be honest, that's that's a, I I, I wouldn't around. have I probably wouldn't have come back. Um, I think what's it one one four was one of my sort of last big ones that I, I took in but then you, you got I, I remember you guys sort of saying when one of these games were coming out it's like oh you're going to join you know just random text yeah when we were texting and stuff like that and it's like a couple of others and it's like yeah you, that's how the, it goes uh, in it like yeah i would text yeah, you yeah. Like, are you joining 115 you'd be like oh i didn't know there was one. Oh, sweet so then there's two yeah you know and yeah, it's, I think that's, it's, yeah, that's how he markets he'll send out one email would he like there's a new game yeah. Yeah. or hard format and then we all have a conversation amongst each other you know i mean so What's the the next, you know, the next breed? Like he had an influx when, what was the one that went down? PFF or whatever it was called? Yeah, that's and right. And yeah, joined yeah. from that. But what's his next, you know? Where's the next influx of players? Like, we're not going to be doing this. Well, I say that. Well, I'm going to do it forever and I already know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I just think for little, little effort, yeah. you could get quite, quite a new sort of influx of you know, and even if it was twenty or thirty people, you know, yeah. that's that's quite a lot of revenue, really, over the course of the yeah. duration they were playing the games. Filled, you know. Yeah. I think my my only concern is, uh, I feel like it's a very niche market. I think it's sort of like like you said earlier. I think it was you, Nath. Um, it, it's like there is a certain age group. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, and I think it suits us because, like, it, it's that sort of just pre football manager group you know what i mean uh, and i think we're you know when football manager and premier manager all came out on console a lot of guys yeah you know, they wouldn't play this now like I, I couldn't imagine like 18 19 year olds playing this really not a great deal of them anyway but it'd be interesting yeah i don't think it would hurt having a bit of a bit more advertising especially on social media or something like that and I, you know and i think we've got some sort of like you know a bit of, a bit more than say like other play by mails ha- ever have or currently have if there's more going i mean like you know the very fact having like Discord and and uh, podcasts and stuff like that supporting the games, it's got to be got to be a positive. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, definitely. Okay, so we'll, um, I think we'll move on to the next subject, which was um, what, uh, what have your thoughts been in regards to reserve and youth team management in UE? Is the Karma and UE points for winning the respective leagues good enough uh, incentives to take it seriously? I mean, for me, I think it is. I, I think it's it's enough. I don't don't think it has to be. I don't yeah, know. You I can was, make do something to some make it more attractive. Like, but... If you win your reserves and youth, that's six points. That's an SA. That's one yeah. whole SA for a guy in your first team. Like, yeah. What much more? What more do you want, really? You know. I think the karma. I think the karma's um, the karma's really good incentive because the both the both times I won the reserve league, I was able to get a thousand karma to change a player into a position I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, so the karma was perfect for winning them. Uh, the UE points for me, uh, I think it could be done a bit different, maybe on a sliding scale. So I think the lads that maybe finish second and third, yeah, maybe get, get, they'll get rewarded as well. Um, especially because sometimes in my experience, there was two or three teams going for the title and these lads put effort into their teams. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe first, second and third on a sliding scale should get some kind of reward. It's like in anything, in any sport mm-hmm. you think of, any competition, winners, so say you've got the Olympics, first, second and third get rewarded. If it's a cup competition, you've got a runner-up, they get a reward. So I think that there should be some kind of sliding scale for maybe first, second and third. And yeah, I think that's a good idea. I think, I think it interests more people because um, the only problem with the UE points, whilst I agree with Daryl, it's a very nice six-point essay. You've got to wait 26 turns to get the benefit yeah. of that. Yeah. Uh, if you're putting the effort in to run the three, uh, I think there should be something a bit more. I don't know. You know turn one, yeah. being able to put a brand new essay without having to sell or do anything. I don't know. Yeah, I know like, about the wait 26 turns. Yeah, I get that. But you get that in the season. You go into turn you, one with all your big shiny new rises and you haven't got to sell anyone and boom, you get an essay straight away. True. Very true. You know? so so you've yeah, got to win yeah. the, the youth, youth and the reserve league to, to do that. So you've got, yeah. you know, that, that's that's a one in 28 chance. Which kind Dave, of. Is, Dave is done. That's why I need to catch him. I will say additionally, you get, you get one UE point every five turns is it just for staying in the game staying at the so club you actually, yeah. you actually get more points you actually get more points yeah. throughout the season just for playing the game so yeah why not for example if you're top of the reserve league after 10 games there's a Agree. UE point if you're top of the yeah. reserve after 20 games there's another UE point and then if you win it you get an, you get the additional three just yeah, something I think, I think, yeah I think it's a good shot I think the scale I think That's the scale thing's a great idea as well because I think if you're not first and you're like fourth or fifth, you don't give a shit. You know, like like my teams are like, you know, they're both crap anyway because I've been selling all the players. But they're like mid-table. There's no incentive for me to to really even try. Do you know what I mean? Even probably next season because they're so far behind. It, you know, it, it, there's just no incentive for me. You know, it, whereas like if, if I could come fourth, third, fourth and maybe get a couple, yeah, may, yeah, it might be worth, what, might be worth having a crack. Because there's no way yeah. that you'd, you know, you would it'd be very difficult for you now to build up a reserve and youth squad. Exactly that. Three, exactly that. Come season four to be able to compete now with some of the some of the squads that are knocking about. I think what you just said there, um, <clears throat> Sorry. Terry, is exactly it. Is the incentive? I think 
there needs to be more incentive for the reserves or youth because I mean I see I mean I know there's a lot of good reserves in youth but there's also a lot of managers and they're just absolutely shite because they've sold them more often that and I think but if, if there is more incentive it, it gives more you know the game will last longer there'll be more deals you know people will pick up scout, scouts more readily that they would probably normally pass by yeah um, you know so I just think uh, you know the, the whole the whole chain of deals and just keep yeah, money in the game people would run it like three teams yeah. like I would, yeah. Yeah. I would yeah. do my deals for my first team I would do it, then look at my reserve. I would then probably even my money out. Be like, okay, you feel like third. Need to put a little bit more money in this week. It would give us a little bit more to think about. You know, as Andy said, when we're sitting there doodling, if I had to split my money across three, like, okay, reserves are cane in it. I don't need to do nothing so I can put more money into the youth. You would do that stuff. You know, it's a good example. Yeah. Rapid Vienna, who are seventh in the first division, but he's second and third in the youth and reserve leagues, respectively. Yeah. He would be mm. more ambitious about pushing on for the next season than finishing mid-table of the in the prem if he had got a couple of points out of finishing second or third. He's not going to get nothing, you know, and he's only yeah. two yeah. points yeah. away in the youth league. If he doesn't win yeah. that by like two points, it, maybe if there was an incentive, like oh, he's still going to get two UE points for finishing second, you know. Just yeah, yeah, yeah I think I it agree. would just add a whole new dynamic and i think you would run it you would maybe then ease up on some people wanting multiple teams because you would literally be running three if there was good incentive yeah. you know yeah maybe you should, you should, well, when it's been spoken about before so in a hard format game i think the way it is is right yeah people talk i've heard talk about more action slots but i think in a hard format game 10 is plenty and then it's up to you to manage those 10 properly but say yeah. in another game, uh, next the next game or the game after that. So if, for example, you manage your reserves, you get an extra action slot, but it can only be used on the reserve squad. Yeah. Um, you could get maybe an extra agreed deal, but it can only be an agreed deal for the reserve or youth squad. Mm -hmm. So if you give them like a niche, a little bespoke action slot specifically for those teams. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Then, Can you watch how many yeah, more yeah. people would buy season tickets then? Yeah, yeah, possibly. possibly. Yeah, and I think that, it would ease up. Like some of us, like I'm thinking of taking a second team just because Sturmgratz are set up really well. But if there was big incentive for reserving youth, I probably wouldn't have my head in that because I'd be like, all right, first team's done. Now onto the reserves, you know. And it wouldn't just be like this revolving door. Okay, I've sold two this week and picked up two trialists to replace them, and it's just constantly that. That's all I really do with them, you know. <laughs> I'm like fifth in both leagues because I'm like, okay, whatever. But yeah, because I think it was the first season or the second season. You know, Lee at Cluj, um, he was yeah. going for the reserve title, and so was I. And we'd be texting each other, um, "Good luck this weekend" or whatever. And then we'd both be putting a few first teamers into the reserve team to try and win the league. So if you had that kind of competitiveness, say for even if it was ten managers, it could if your first team say has dropped off the pace or whatever, it'd be something for you to get your teeth into to. Be having a really competitive reserve and youth team rather than winning 5 6 nil against a bunch of 50 OAs every week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's would, like, sounds like my youth team. At the yeah, moment. me this week. So <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what else it could promote as well is the older players, you know, your veterans of 33, 34 years old, people would probably be more willing to sign them or, or retain them because they could drop into their reserves. Whereas at the minute, they're 
once they reach a certain age or a certain level, once they start dropping stats, people want to get shot of them straight away. Whereas they, 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 they could drop down into your reserves, couldn't they? Absolutely. I think there's def- I think he's definitely got more scope there to uh, to improve that side of it. And I, I think don't, there's I don't a lot think it would take that much. No, you know, just open it up a little good. bit. Open it up a little bit. Like maybe add a bit more onto the turn, as you say, like action slots just for reserves. You know, move at least the training bits maybe, and the talk to player just for reserve only. You know, you yeah. can't add on. Like, yeah, many yeah, not too many. But it, maybe yeah, one it or takes, two. It takes up too yeah, much. I like think... I'm adding a reserve training, and then I want to talk to a couple of reserve guys, but I'm already talking to guys in the first team. You know. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind that, like the talking side of it, uh, yeah, that sort of stuff. Uh, and I wouldn't mind like maybe moving the one training slot, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, to sort of free that up from the main actions. Yeah. But but yeah, again, I'm I'm quite happy either way. I I, I agree. I think ten in, in a hard format is is perfectly fine. I don't yeah. think it needs any more. Sim- similar with uh, what you guys were saying, like sort of just touching back on the last uh, topic about um, like the leagues and multiple teams. I you know. I don't think there's, it's necessary to have multiple teams, really. It's, it's supposed to be hard format, not, you know, not just, you know, you get bored, take over a couple of teams. And I think the way around it is, you know, I, I agree, Ben, you know, he's got to make the money, but I think make them make the money for him. Like, put a season ticket down. You want a second team, put a season ticket down. It should be always that way. You know, yeah. and, that, and that way you, you stop people just dropping teams left, right and centre. Yeah, well, well yeah, ben, ben makes the money anyway, so, you know. I'm talking, from perspe- I'm talking from a perspective here. I do have, I have had a second team, and I recently took a third on. But uh, I'll be one team next season because it's fucking hard work concentrating on three, three yeah, sets, I, of, I, three sets of first teams. If you, you know, maybe I could maybe do. I thought I could maybe do two, and I was tempted for ages, despite like the sort of shit we talked about at the start of the the podcast, right in season one. I was completely against it, but I was tempted just because I think, like you said, Daryl, I'm really happy. I'm settled with my my sporting side, um, but it'd be nice to have a, like a little challenge because I, I I am settled. I am quite happy with my side, but at the same time, like you just said there, uh, Andy, I, I think you know getting to the Champions League semi-finals now uh, and being in that run-in and obviously got cut final and all that, I I just wouldn't have the time. I'd have to probably shit house it you know i mean just put some random shit down because i wouldn't care you know you know sporting are, are what i'm concentrating on inevitably one of the team you you do like i've run alaves now for three seasons but they've always been number two mm. always um which is probably why i'm letting them slide i even forgot to send the turn a couple of weeks ago which i've never done Disrespect to Sicarello is unreal right now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't send the turn and he did, the, the supercomputer didn't even pick him. He didn't even play. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hurt. Those dice are random though, let's be fair. <laughs> but, uh, I think we're actually found on... somewhere though, Dak. We may have a conversation oh. next week where maybe Sicarello's yeah. moving. There might be actually okay. something, yeah. Okay. Finally. Finally, you watch. Uh, you you watch him gonna... drop end of season. Fuck it out. I think no we're going to move on to uh, Dave's transfer roundup in a minute, Daryl. I just wanted yeah. to touch on uh, one more one more topic that uh, just got brought up, and if we could just sort of uh, be brief on it, what we think. Um, and it was, um, how do we feel about the current European Cup formats? The the Champions League has the dual group phase, which is kind of you know what what it's supposed to be in real life, but whereas. Uh, 
the UEFA Cup is a straight knockout. Um, would you like to see it more similar to the uh, Europa League in in real life, or are you quite happy with a straight knockout? What would I think? That, or? I, think I think the UEFA Cup should be a group stage first. Uh, yeah, the Champions League should scrap the second group stage and have a last sixteen. Bring it in line with what it is. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, I'd I'd have the formats the way they are in real life. Group stage. No, I I completely agree because I think it is it's just a nightmare for injuries and suspensions. Like yeah. I I I've got like I said um, I've got a cup final in two turns time. I've got a Champions League semi final this turn. Uh, and yeah, you know, potentially, if I get lucky, I could have a, a Champions League final in turn 26, actually, thinking about it now. Um, I, I've got to balance my team. So I pretty much, I, yeah, I'm still fourth. I've still got a chance, you know, mathematically not out of it to, to win the league or at least, you know, keep pushing up up higher. But it's pretty much thrown out the window now because you've got to balance it. You got, you've got players on five bookings. You've got to pick which competition you want to go for. Um, and yeah, and you know, you could say, yeah, well, that's down on the managers. They should have... Uh, that is more depth and stuff and and it's true it's absolutely true it's about to fall out <laughs> no no i i, I completely Dara, i 100 completely agree but, but i just think yeah, it yeah, could the be the reason for not it, for, to change it was to make managers no, no, no. easier I was, like, no i just so. think it could be balanced more i think was what i was thinking i don't know i think, I think it's fine like when I, I, was, I don't when actually I was, mind it but i'm never yeah, in yeah. europe so it doesn't matter that's true come on mate come on I was going to say, I think the Champions League is okay as it is. Although I think yeah. you've made a good point, but I think it's more the UA for that needs changing because you can exactly. go out, you could go out in the first round and one of those legs, you could have had, you know, a couple of injuries, a couple of suspensions or whatever. And that's massively affected you. Whereas if that happens in the Champions League, you've got five more games to try and turn that around. That's right. That's, so, the, that's exactly what I was thinking. Because when I was in the UEFA Cup, it's, you know, you get one chance really. I think I was in it in season one and I just didn't have my team ready at the time. And I got knocked out pretty quickly. I did all right in the second season, but the first season I got knocked out fairly quickly just because I just didn't have anything ready, you know? Uh, and there was no sort of second leg where by, by which time I would have had sort of a few players in, I'd have been quite happy with, with the squad, you know? Um, so yeah, I, th- I think, I think this, yeah, a, a group phase of, of uh, sort of mim- mimicking the Europa league would be really good. Yeah. You'd always get the football purists who'll say, "Well, back in the old days, the European Cup, it was <laughs> it was a straight knockout." Yeah, yeah. But this is like, like we talked about the age group of the players who were playing. We've been brought up in the Champions League era. Yeah. It's for me both competitions, group stage, into your last sixteen, and there you go. That's my personal opinion. Um, bring it in line a bit more because it's outdated. Yeah, it but is, I think that, is, that's yeah, the beauty. Yeah, that's the beauty of UE, though, isn't it? That it's a hybrid of real life or, or yeah. different eras and and other other aspects like special abilities and karma point, uh, you know, and all that sort of stuff, and and you know, making players faster and stuff like that isn't realistic. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, 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 I don't mind the setup. I think it's a nice. I think it's a nice mix. I think it's. I like old knockout competitions, but. I am a bit older in it. I miss. I like the knockout on the day, two leg. Well, I do agree in you in the U, yeah, in the UE world. Uh, within you, you should be able to. It should be a group stage for UEFA Cup. Yeah, I feel like for the yeah. point you made yeah. about squad building, injury suspensions. Yeah, I, th- I think if it was for me, I think if it was something Ben could easily adapt into the game, then fine. 
apart from that, yeah, if it's even remotely sort of annoying, yeah, to try and do, thing, then one, I wouldn't be fast. One thing I will say just quickly is in the UEFA Cup, the gulf in class between the, between the better teams in it and the not so good teams is huge. So I went into it with Alaves as a Division Three team, and I came up against Leicester in the second round. There's just absolutely no way in hell I had any chance of winning <laughs> because of the yeah. golfing class. Whereas if you had a group uh, with six teams in it, six games, you could maybe do a bit of damage in a couple of the games. Uh, it just gives yeah. you a bit more of a chance. Yeah, that's a great point. That's, that, yeah, that's a fair point. Especially fair because, point. Because, it's, because it's letting Division 4 teams in, Division 4 winners and all that, the, the golfing class is going to be huge. So... It'd be a bit of a leveller if you could have six six group games rather than a two legged tie, because where you've pretty got pretty much got no chance. You know you might sneak into second and get through to the knockout stage, which you know would be a good achievement. Then you can maybe use it to get game time for players, taking experience off. Loads of things you could do with six games rather than two, especially yeah, considering the golfing class between the groups of teams in it. Oh yeah, I, I've had that the last couple of weeks. So it's, you know, being in the Champions League, I had to play um, Amir <laughs> in the quarterfinals. The fucking team is absolutely off the chain, and then you know, managed to beat him. And you're thinking, fuck me, that was like a hard game. Yeah, you're sweating from that. And then I look at the CR media side, and I'm like, fuck I'm me, it is absolutely insane. Yeah, got got a win against them, so I'm fucking delighted. But. Um, you know that's a that's a really good result for me, but uh, yeah, it's it's yeah, I completely agree. It's absolutely crazy how 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 tough it is. I I didn't expect to get as far as I did, but um, yeah, there definitely seems to be a golf in in some of them. And you do see them, but I think you know if you get your tactics right and you know you, you play it smart, you can sometimes get away with a, you know cause a couple of shocks at least. Anyway, that's a good shake. <laughs> yeah, very much, very much so. So I think we're going to move now to uh, Dave's transfer roundup, Daryl. Indeed. Uh, J- Jingle-free transfer I roundup. I know. These are, these are much better. Um, we, when, when Faddy comes back on, if we ever get him back on, are we go and jingle? Yeah, he'll have to come in. Oh, we'll have we have to go, have to go jingle. jingle. I might even try proper and get him a beat. All <laughs> 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 uh, right. This week's top cash buy, 75 million was spent twice this week as first... Deport, uh, Deportes Tolima bought Dortmund's Rondon, 3,105, 38 centre forward with GSI and experience. He has eight aggression, so he's probably good business at this stage of the season for Dortmund. Yes, 75 mil. Uh, Mooney will also pulled one at Wolves manager. Joe Dunbar after leaving them in another 75 million deal as he joined Fulham. 2,600, target man, determination and pro. He also has eight Aggression, yeah, because I looked at him at the beginning, but that aggression for a target match is not ideal, is it? Um, Aberdeen spent lots of money this week by purchasing players that had left other clubs as they looked to bulk up their squad. They went shopping at Vasco da Gama and spent 30 million on Jay Allen, 2500 OA, 36 centre mid, and 29.2 for Marimon, 23.99, 36 man with character. This week's top swaps, Reese Oxford lasted the usual week at Wolves after joining for their best player last week. He left in the deal that sees them sign another fantastic player in Tolisso. Reese Oxford is a 22-year-old, 102-37 centre-back, centre-mid with determination and pot. Wolves had to put 50 million in the Montpellier coffers to sign Tolisso, who is 27-106-37 fullback and centre-back with midfielder determination and pot. Wolves have another top player now, 
that they can call their best. And surprise, surprise, he's off again this week. God, Wolf's just in there. <laughs> Busiest manager this week. Jay spent all 10 slots this week in purchasing free transfers. In fact, Dinaborg Daugapils must have no players left as Benfica snapped up five from them with the best away being 89. Uh, Brentford cashed in on Latunji. Sovetov let Mickey Semenj. Oh, this twat. Mickey <laughs> Semel go to go while most let Scamelsrud leave. This is because I'm catching him. <laughs> this is because I'm catching him. He knows I'm going to win the league. So he's like, I'll show you, dickhead. Uh, all in all, the biggest mover was Double D, a real crowd pleaser. The Hammond transfer special. Massive deal completed between mega dealer Will at Leon and Dan's relegation threatened Chelsea this week as both teams aim to turn fortunes. So joining Leon was due 21139 left back midfielder determination and pot of Fori, who is already leaving this week, but he's a 260539 centre mid with determination and pot. Brun Larson, 220540 right left mid with attack flare and pot. Bale, 32,509 left mid with versatility, free kicks, longevity. And Selke, 26,639 target men with reliability, resilience and pot. So they all went to Leon. Going to Stamford Bridge were Havertz, 22,509 playmaker with attack, common pot. Werner, 25,640 left forward with GSI, common pot. Ingebrigtsen, 24,338 right left forward with team... Teamwork, composure, and pot. And Sandro, 30, 106, 38, left wing back, left back with midfielder, experiencing longevity. Every player Jesus in that tonight. could easily get into most teams. In that the is, Do you know what I mean, all a nine mental of them deal. would easily get into my team, like without even trying. That that's one of those deals Crazy. that you're breaking out the Kleenex after, aren't you? Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> when insane. I first said it, when I opened his email, I was like, "That's just filth." That's, that's just. Filth. I love that. Yep. I wonder what the max values are, are like combined values of both, like or yeah, in total. Yeah, you got you got to be talking nearly like a nine players quid. all over. Yeah, nearly a billion quid, isn't it? Because they're all got to be over a hundred sort of ish. Yeah. Wow. Fuck a duck. Right. Well, we're going to finish off just uh, quickly with uh, a couple of questions from. Uh, I actually have one. Oh, go for it. Before you get from from Matt, actually sent me a question when he heard that you was going to be on here, Nathan. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, when he found out you was on here, the first thing I got back was, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> right. So he says, he has the best left foot I've ever seen. Quality player. I don't think there is a competition in Worcestershire Sunday League that he hasn't won. But <laughs> ask him how he would react in a game if a decision goes against him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought it might be something like that. <laughs> Yeah, is, 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 is someone someone a little bit feisty? Is that what we're reading into this here? Yeah, yeah, very, very, very much so. Yeah, Probably Probably a little shit. Redness red doesn't like losing. No. <laughs> very aggy. But yeah, he did say. But then, you, you but the then I walk. I walk off the pitch and I'll be like completely different. As soon as I step on that pitch, I just used to turn into an absolute animal. Because you used just, to do the I'll, legend I'll, stuff together, didn't you? We did a little bit of the veterans, yeah, yeah. Veterans, but even veterans. even that, I fell out with everybody. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's something about it, though, isn't it? It just brings out 
brings it's out football, a, isn't it? it's almost, football. yeah it's yeah football. it is it is because even I, i'm probably like the most laid back chilled i don't give a fuck about most things i just chill and you know i'm all good with most people but i, pl- I play football i i haven't played in ages just purely because i it's just something happened i i see a red mist like if I don't know. I just I get stuck in, and I'm not I'm not afraid to leave a boot in there you know, now and then. Yeah, I had my fair share of bookings and and fallouts with people, but yeah, I just don't. It's not. It's a side of me that I don't like, so I don't really play anymore. Pure, mostly because of that. Mostly also as well because my knees are fucking dog shit. So <laughs> yeah, oh, years, years, and years of football. Fucking hell. Yeah, Matt and, uh, speaking he's, of, he's a good lad. So there you go. Matt is, Matt is a great lad, and it, it is. It, if anybody could have versatility, it would be him in real life. Yeah, he could, he could literally play anywhere. Great player. player. Far too nice to Matt. This feels weird. Say something nasty, You do your digging through like <laughs> Worcester news and stuff. You, you'll probably see quite a lot of Matt. To be fair, he was a decent. Uh, he, you know, he actually, yeah, he's yeah, he's a top lad. It's nice to hear that. And you know, speaking as obviously as yourself, Nate, as someone who who uh, doesn't like to lose, uh, someone who doesn't seem to mind to lose at all, uh, missile asking, he, you know, why why he hasn't been on the podcast. Um, I even knew who that was before. <laughs> <laughs> chuck that, chuck that softball, real nice for you there, didn't I? <laughs> uh, uh, because I Southampton is shit. I tell you what, I tell you what, we'll make a deal. When he wins five, four games in a row. Four games, in, Four a games row, in a row, and he gets on. We'll, we'll invite him on for the fifth, the fifth one to see if he can make it five in a row. How's that for a deal? That's that's Parker. Yeah, that's Parker. <laughs> oh, uh, the truth is as well. I mean, since since Faddy left, we, me and Daryl really tried hard to get uh, guys on who haven't been on before, uh, preferably preference sort of like to the newer managers as well. Give them a voice. Let you know, hear what they've got to say about the game and get their perspective. So uh, there, there is a list. We've asked around. We've, we're trying. We're still trying to get more and more. Hopefully, next week we get two of the newer managers on. I will sort of confirm that soon. Um, but yeah, that's it. It's, it's nothing. Yeah, nothing personal. Uh, yeah, even though you are shit, uh, Miss Arf, but um, and you, you like taking shit. a shit live on air. I'll tell you. Yeah, if you can, if, we'll put you on the list can, when you've won four games in a row. He's also got a promise not to take a shit live on air. And um, <laughs> like again, did, and yeah, and uh, yeah, we might consider it. So. He, yeah, he's got yeah. No chance. Maybe I should make it three games in a row because he is. He's only won five all season. Really, <laughs> oh, yeah, he did say that. more slander when he was pressed on there, taking a shit. Um, <laughs> uh, another question though was uh, from Jamie Cook, the Barcelona manager. He asked, "What are your thoughts on the lack of rises this season, especially the last six to eight weeks, and expectation for the this season's EOS rises?" Who's that to? That's it. Nath. Uh, that's to all of us. So I mean, yeah. Do you want to go for it, Nath? What, what's your what's your feelings on the the uh, the rises this season? And uh, what's your expectations for uh, next it's season? Ob- it's obviously slowed down this season, but I've got no real problem with stuff like that. It doesn't bother me at all because as long as it's mm-hmm. the same same across the board, it's all it's all relative. I think. Yeah. Although having said that, you know we all love end of season rises, and I, I would much rather take a slow rise throughout the season. For it to be made up end of season, I guess, and, and because that's what we all get excited about on that first turn, isn't it? Yeah, you know, point. let's yeah, be honest. Point. You know, I also um, think. Sorry, make one. No, that was it. That was it. I also think that because the rises are so quick at the start of the game, the, the slowdowns become much more noticeable. Um, 
I think if there's more consistent pace rather than really, really fast, then really, really slow. So maybe there could be a bit more of a balance. We've all got teams that are all pretty Mm -hmm. much nines and tens, isn't it? Like, what are we expecting? You know? The rises rises were far too quick to start with. So they've been slowed down and now it's it's been really noticeable. Um, Yeah, yeah. I would like to see the rises correlate to how many games your players have played and stuff like that. I know the conversation's probably been done already. Um, I'm not 100% convinced that the rises correlate correlate with how many games your players have played or how many goals have scored or the yeah. match rating, that kind of thing. I think it needs to be a bit... That, that side of it could improve because you get some shite in your youth that will never play. Yeah, yeah. I liked end of season one. Although a couple of people said it, they, were, they were too much, I don't think they, they weren't as they were still too much for this game, but not comparatively to other games. But what I did like was the, the judgment rises on players who played quite a few first team games. Yeah, and, I, and I'd like to, see, I mean, especially if they got six, sixes to seven, sevens to eights, you'd like to see them go up maybe eights to nines. Nine, a nine going to a ten. I think that should be over time. Yeah, you know, that should be a lot. That should be a lot harder to get. But uh, yeah, it'd be nice to see sort of judgment, maybe stamina going up on players who have played you know, X amount of games. That'd be cool. I'd like. I'd like to see that. It doesn't have to be PVOA and you know big OA rises all all over the shop. Yeah, you know, it should be link, should be link, relative. Linked to the match ratings or. Yeah, or, or, or how you get on in the season. Yeah. Maybe you should get more if you make a, you know, a semi-final, a Champions League, a cup final, you know, in top four of the league. I mean, yeah, yeah wink, wink, nudge, nudge, you know. Because I swapped. You know, I, you listen, then. <laughs> we want yeah, yeah, just, we want it now. Just treat me, bitch. <laughs> 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 I worked my balls off this this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I mean? We've done this every week, for Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah, podcast every week and done really well this season. Uh, I, you know, I'm going to get no fucking rises now. <laughs> yeah, we're about to both lose as well this week. Oh, def- oh, don't say that. Fucking hell, I'm in the Champions League for semis. Jesus. Uh, next question was from Ross at Levante, old Adrolf. Uh, he asks, uh, "Do you have any players you regret selling, and where are they now?" Oh, okay, now, yeah, uh, yeah, no. yeah. Uh, last week, two weeks ago, I did a swap deal with Wes at Aston Villa. Yeah, swap my centre forward for his centre forward. Um, I, not, it's a bit too early to regret that, but I probably wish I hadn't done. But I'd agreed to it, so I stuck to my word. Um, and my left back, I, I signed. A left back from Lewis, and then immediately swapped him on the next week. Uh, and if I could take those two back, I would. But yeah, it is what it is. Too much swapping. Never been a big swapper in this game. Um, and there's probably I could probably name you another. I think when I swapped with you, Trojan, I got an anchor man off you with leadership. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kushku. I swapped him onto Lewis for the centre forward that I've just swapped on. Yeah. So just things like that, but you okay. just get on with it, don't you? Um, yeah, yeah, very much so. Just too How much about you? Yeah, yeah. How about you, Nath? Nobody that I regret, but the, I suppose the the one that sticks out is um, I brought a Coney in and, and swapped out Isaac to um, Lille. And I know that he's banging in the goals left, right, and centre for him, but oh, he, he was he was a target man, and I just decided I was going to play right, left, right, and left forward in this game, as I normally do. Um, yeah, 
Same. So yeah, for that, I wouldn't necessarily say I regret it, but yeah, it's it's a little bit hard to take because Oconee isn't isn't banging him in, and he was a, he was a thirty nine PV and he's dropped a stat to thirty eight, so it's even more of a kick in the face, really. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Daryl, anyone? No, not that I regret. I think at the time no. the Suarez deal made me nervous, and the free roll I had, I can't remember his name. M's is that Suarez team. leaving you or coming yeah, to Yeah, because I had a different free yeah. roll and, and Suarez. I can't remember that kid's name. M something. Can't remember. But at the time, yeah. I was petrified. But now, you know, I'm all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I don't. I, you know, bringing in Armstrong was genius. And I got that free roll off of Dave. We've put Flair on now. And he's just been banging in the goals. He scored like 11 in 26. It's. He's been a beast, yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm really pleased. But yeah, at the time, I would have said Suarez, like because that was brave because he scored for fun and took all my corners and literally did everything. So, but it's been proved to be the right decision. So no, no regrets, no regrets. No, me neither, me neither. Uh, just three to go. Uh, Joe at Sarajevo asks, "What are your thoughts on this season in general, and what teams have performed better than expected, or any underachievers?" Uh, go back to you, Daryl. Um, I think the game's been great. It's got my love back into the game again. That was, you know, yeah. I've said many times to me and Terry, I've had many conversations about me saying, I'm, I think I'm done. And I haven't played for many games in depth for a long, long time. Um, but yeah. this has changed all of that for me, I think, and the people and everything. Um, this is this is the most I've seen you into it. Like, yeah. you're usually you have, you, you, you know, me and you both have our moments when we go up yeah, and down yeah. with games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I, we've both been quite I've solid. I've always been a sort of mid-table banter guy. Like, I'm just there, make up the numbers, give you a tricky game when you're on a good run, that kind of stuff. And I'm quite happy you've done that. But this game, I've taken very seriously, you know? I've actually yeah, put yeah, thought same. into it and, and built you know, what I think is a very good squad. Well, the results don't lie. I, I win a lot, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. Over, uh, over underachievers. Um, I, I think we were talking about it in Discord the other night. I think Maxi, with the starting squad he had, with the little debt he had, would be very disappointed not to have started a lot stronger with that Everton team. Um, with what he had at the beginning, I think, and who you know how Maxi plays, I think he'd be very disappointed to be where he is. Um, yeah, I think because he had little debt and a pretty good squad to start with, you know. As you say, he cleared his debt just selling Walcott, didn't he? Like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. To me, much. to so me. So yeah. I think, I think that with how the debt was and everything, he should have been in a much stronger position. So I think that would be, yeah, an underachievement yeah, with, his, with his experience. Yeah, PSG as well. Like that's not gone so great. Yeah, yeah. Um, but success-wise, I think you look at what Katafi have done, and uh, I think that's amazing. Yeah. I think the team that Katafi yeah. have there is just something else. What Joe Joe's done with them. Um, mm. Yeah, I think for me, that would probably be, you know, apart from what Art Media done, but I would probably say Katafi. Um, I t- totally agree with that. Oh, that's what I've written down here. Katafi, I think, you know, to be to be mm. in pro- pole position to win that league. Two. When when he took when Joey took him over in about turn 10 or 11, uh, season one, they were literally, I think they were in the relegation zone, to be honest, and he obviously saved them. And then the next season took him up and... Now he's first season up there, he's potentially going to win it, you know, against some brilliant teams in and around him, including yourself. So, yeah, for me, I think that's the standout one. Lovely, lovely. Uh, Andy? 
Yeah, I'm still here. Sorry, I'll just cut out then. Sorry. That's all right. Did you, did you hear the question? Yeah, it's just um, no, uh, what, what are your thoughts on um, the season in general and any who do you feel is overachieved and underachieved? Uh, it's difficult to uh, don't want to sit on the fence, but I think it's difficult to disagree with what Daz and Nathan just said. Yeah, um, agreed. I think this, you know, I'll just I'd give Maxi a shot start. I think he'd agree that he, he would have liked it to have gone better with Everton. Um, Joey, good lad. Great guy, made up for him. Um, you know he's been around UE for a long time. He knows his stuff, so it's not a surprise to see him doing so well. Yeah, it's a bit of a big hit for the league, isn't it? The the Southern Prem. Mm-hmm. So I think it's uh, he's doing an amazing job there. Um, just trying to think now who else really. I thought um, you know you look at Mark Rome with Fortuna Sittard. You maybe thought he'd uh, been a bit. I know he's in the promotion spots, but he was quite disappointed on the forum this week. The last couple of weeks, yeah. in fact, he's been yeah. a bit disappointed. Um, every game, he seems to be he wins. He wins everything. So I'm sure next season he'll want to do better. Um, but I don't think you can really say anybody's overachieved. Um, a lot of good managers in this league. Yeah. A lot of good teams. Um, mm-hmm. you, you look at Mallorca. You've got to give them. A, I know he's he's been on a couple yeah. of times, but storming through the leagues, good yeah. achievement. Yeah. Great team. As well. um, Great team. One thing that surprises me. Um, one of my closest mates in UE, one I regard really highly, Gav at Rens. Um, he's built a, he's built an amazing team at Rens there, but he, he he admitted he hasn't quite got it right. Um, so that's a surprise. But then he's come at Salgueros, he's won the league there. Um, for me, we we talk about the mythical Hall of Fame, but I'd, I'd have Gav at the top. I'd have Gav in the top three of any Hall of Fame in this game. No, um, so. I, so he I think that he has won it all. He, he, owes, he owes Gav twenty quid, doesn't he? He yeah. definitely owes Gav twenty quid. 100%. Gav knows. Gav knows. Gav I, the very first, the reason is the very first game I joined. Uh, he was in, he was in my league and he won the league unbeaten. Uh, game ninety five. Um, Completely think, didn't it? Yeah, we always we always talk tactics. We we talk stuff. He knows the game, um, so I think he might want to do a bit better next season. Um, I know Gav will be listening. It's not a dig in any way, shape, or form. It's a compliment. Oh, yeah, you expect him to do better because how good he is. Yeah, man, yeah. Can, yeah. You know. Um, I think for me, I, I'd actually, and no, no blowing smoke here, but I think Daryl, I think you've massively overachieved for me. I think, like you say, you always been like a mid-table, just have a, having fun sort of guy, uh, and you've actually put your mind on it and done really well. Um, Aww. I, I, that's legit, man. Legit. Um, I think Andy Young, Mallorca, has done absolute bits. Incredible side. Uh, Joey at Catafe, Andy Hare at Art Media, amazing side. I'm fucking hating that. As well. Mate, yeah, yeah, and yeah. We're 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 we'll try and get Andy on the podcast. Maybe if I beat him, if, if you know he's not coming on to gloat though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, mate. No, maybe we'll sort something out. We'll get. Hopefully, we can get him on. It'd be lovely to get someone you know who's built that good a side on and and talk about that. It'd be amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, like underachievers. I don't know, man. I don't want to shit house anyone. Um, no, there's guys who, <laughs> well, there's, no, but that, yeah, I mean, there's, there's guys who have, have just like they've tried to play the game like the the old way the game was, the old match engine, and it's just not worked out for them, and they fucked it up, and they're trying to catch up and stuff like that, and others who made mistakes. So, you know, it's, and the, the the game is stacked. Every league has got like 
top top managers in it from like the past and present and stuff like that and yeah i, yeah, I don't want to shit house people like that it's i i agree I, with some I of will. your points yeah on certain I managers Southampton, but, yeah Lang, he's a massive mate. underachiever he should have been the prem by now and uh, no, yeah. um <laughs> 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 uh, faddy faddy for leaving a massive underachiever out of fear what a what a shit out no, he didn't last, last, he'll be the first to admit it he has been terrible this season though ajax have been terrible this season straight up there's really only one one question left but uh well it's kind of like a half question just just for you though daryl and uh it's from jay he's asked how is daryl's ass after this weekend's friendly uh, yeah we had jay won four nil but i played my youth in reserves if jay needs to you know have his moment in the sun that he won four nil friendly <laughs> You crack on, crack on. But his, his, I, I'd imagine his ass feels like he, like, I, like his so did when fair, I when I, I smashed smash him three 0 like in the Champions the League. So I've never <laughs> tried to make do anything playing offside trap, and I, yeah, so I was just fucking about with stuff. So, but yeah, Jay, you should you should have called Jay that. You should have called that. Um, you should have called that. I'm devastated. <laughs> I, I, I I need to go back to Colchester. To let us see that. That's what I need to do. <laughs> Not just the thumb. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the last one's for, from uh, uh, Garrett Renz. He's uh, he's asked, uh, Andy, how do you feel the no pot challenge is going with Alaves? Uh, and uh, Naif, do you feel do you expect much youth and all reserves to be first team ready next time uh, next season? Seeing as you spent a lot of time on them, sensible question, like right? Um, for is me, youth team wise, possibly I've got a potential centre back, but he's only seven judgment, so probably too early for him I've got a, a both footed forward in, called Martinez with potential 10 speed I think he's probably the one that I'd be looking at possibly stepping up although it's not a particularly a weak point in my first team other than that a couple of outsiders um, I'm probably going to add versatility to one of my 10 speed players just to give me a few more options at sort of wing back and forward yeah. so yeah, yeah, not not massively. There's nobody really stands out apart from Martinez, maybe. Okay. And Andy, uh, no pot challenge has been a success in terms of one promotion, and pretty much I'm six points clear. I think with three to play uh, to go up. So if we get two successive promotions, it's a success in that term. Yeah. But I think if you're in a Premier League team or maybe a first division team, second division team, whatever it is, I don't think it would work because the quality of player in my squad is nowhere near good enough to compete. Listen, uh, champion. Let me more, more respect for Sicarella, please. I'm not, I'm not liking where this, <laughs> <laughs> this lack of quality nonsense. The reason, the reason I don't think it would work <laughs> because I wouldn't be able to significantly, significantly improve that squad now to compete uh, Premier League, Champions League, UEFA Cup level because I wouldn't have any pot to trade with, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So the bigger boys, you know, the pot, the way UE is now is not with everyone, but most deals you've got to have some pot involved. Yeah. So if you're fighting, for example, he's a pot bitch, isn't he? Um, <laughs> but just, fucking honestly, nice, honestly, yeah. honestly, I just don't think that you can get your squad to a level to compete at the very top. 
Division 4 to Division 3 to Division 2. It's been a success in that way, but I think to go any higher, I'd probably have to abandon it, put a bit of pot on, and then try and trade in and get some better quality. Because the highest away is 104, which is Sicarella. But then he's only... He's only there he is. He's, a, he's only... <laughs> But, that, you know, he is that, up to 36 PV. That, that, don't start to cut it Edit that out, Daryl. Edit that out. 39 PV. Well, lovely. Go on, yeah. yes, I just think it's the answer is probably a success. But long term, if you wanted to win the Premier League, well, I don't think it'd work. Okay. okay. Well, thank you for that, guys. Um, actually, Daryl, did you want to mention... Sandy, that manager. Yeah, yeah. So go on. We're finished. So we're going to finish with that. So I saw. Obviously, me and Terry have spoken. <laughs> we understand that Sandy was a little bit upset about some comments made at Wolfsburg. So we went back and listened. Don't know what you're talking about. Straight up. And then I see, obviously, on the manager board today, saying about you win the league. Good. I hope you do. Um, I never said that your team was bad. I went back and listened. I said that you shouldn't be down there. I said that maybe your defense needed better regression or speed and that you should at least be mid-table. So I'm not too sure what version of the podcast you listen to, Sandy, and I apologise if you took it wrong, but I actually think your team is way too good to be down where you are, and that I do hope you do win the league. So um, you can stop calling me out now, mate. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like you said, uh, yeah, just uh, just to echo that. Yeah, I, I listened. We both listened back roughly the same time. I gave you a timestamp when, when we went on to it. I don't think we, we said anything remotely negative um maybe like you know a couple of things areas he could look at but it wasn't like shit house in session or anything like that um yeah i don't i just don't agree yeah i don't agree i, don't, I think yeah, i think yeah, we've been, we've been way harsher on stuff. i don't think yeah. we spoke anything about any player you've signed uh, no so, no yeah. and you if only you get a snippet don't you else, tell us tell us which pod it was and we'll go back and listen but yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, if you timestamp yeah, yeah. it, uh, drop us a DM, both of us, and, and, and say where exactly it is that you're not happy with. Uh, or come on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely oh. fine. I've, I've, I've emailed you back on the forum saying, yeah, more than welcome to come on. Absolutely. 100% yeah. more than welcome to come on. There is ever, a, uh, yeah, like, yeah. I, I don't ever think we've, we've ever really tried to be... We've never gone into any conversation trying to be shithouse. We've gone into every no. conversation that maybe we could give you another opinion, maybe a no. different set of eyes... You know, if you've got seven speed and seven aggression in your defense, maybe that's a weakness. And we just, maybe we can help you. Um, yeah. So, but if anyone does think that we've tried to shit house and tell us, but we've only, I think we've only ever gone into any of them team breakdowns with a view of different sides. And, and yeah, yeah. What we would do if we took that team over kind of attitude, you know? So, exactly, uh, exactly. So, yeah. But yeah, yeah I, Sandy, if you've misunderstood it, tell us because uh, that was, I haven't listened to it back. I don't, I don't think anything that you've said is what. Do you know, it, 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 so, kind of, it kind of came across like someone else had listened to it and said, Sandy, have you heard this shit? They're fucking, yeah. they're, they're fucking with you. And I'm like, whoa, when I got that email, I was like, yeah. I didn't say anything. That. Yeah. <laughs> That's why yeah. I went straight to it. I was like, I, fuck. I mean, we've yeah. had like Rich Rich on when the West Ham thing went down. We've had Maxi on sort of uh, about was, what he'd like, done Lewis, in the past. I we never shit out. So. Southampton having a go at me, I'd understand. Or, or Lang. Or Lang, but fuck Lang. <laughs> <laughs> all right well we'll wrap it up from there so uh, yeah again sandy uh you're more than welcome on anytime mate um you know uh yeah just just let us know uh, you know timestamp where you're not happy with we'll have a look into it and, and we'll get back to you but um yeah we don't want anyone to think that we're here to shit house we're only ever no. literally different set of eyes from people that have played the game a long time yeah that's it that's it 
But with that, anyway, thank you very much, Daryl, as always, mate. Um, and thank you, Andy, and thank you, Nate, for coming on. Absolute pleasure yeah, having you both you. on, lads. Oh, thank and you very yeah. much. Yeah, very really welcome, enjoyed it. Very thank welcome, you. lads. And uh, yeah, we'll ca catch you all on Saturday. Hope you enjoy it.